This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. Hello, Oregon. It's Tuesday, August 4th. This is Elliot News with a news briefing from The Oregonian and Oregon Live. A high-level engineer who specialized in evaluating earthquake and tsunami risks in Oregon was laid off from her position at the state's geology agency earlier this month, potentially compromising some aspects of public safety. Yumei Wang, who worked for the Oregon Department of Geology and Mineral Industries for 26 years, was told she would be laid off in early June, according to internal emails obtained by the Oregonian and Oregon Live. She would not be replaced, and her duties, which included work on the state's resiliency program, would be discontinued. Wong said in a follow-up email that, while the loss of her job was personally painful, the loss of resiliency work at the agency could put the safety of Oregonians at risk. The agency, which gets less than a third of its funding from the state and relies heavily on federal and local grants, has been on shaky financial ground for years. With future state funding dependent on an economy that has been racked by the coronavirus pandemic, some have wondered if Oregon's ability to prepare for the worst natural disasters is being undermined. In the latest sign of the coronavirus's spread through Oregon, the state health authority on Monday reported the highest percentage of weekly positive tests since the earliest days of the pandemic. Oregon's weekly positivity rate had steadily climbed between mid-May and mid-July. Its upward rebound appears to be led by climbing case counts in eastern Oregon, particularly Umatilla County, which is now back under a stay-home order issued by Governor Kate Brown. New confirmed or presumed coronavirus infections have largely plateaued over the past three weeks, hovering around all-time highs, averaging 300-plus new cases a day. 328 Oregonians have now died of the coronavirus. At least 28 campers and staff members at Trout Creek Bible Camp near Corbett have tested positive for COVID-19, the first camp in Oregon to report an outbreak. The disease was first detected July 18th when a staff member tested positive for the novel coronavirus, and the camp shut down for the season July 21st. The outbreak has grown to a total of 11 campers and 14 staff members, all age 20 or younger, according to Multnomah County health officials. The camp's executive director, Joe Fallman, said the camp diligently followed all requirements set forth by the Oregon Health Authority. Those include daily temperature checks of all campers and staff, frequent hand washing, hand sanitizer stations spaced throughout the 265-acre grounds, and dividing children into static groups of 10 campers or fewer who didn't mingle with campers from other groups. Under rules set forth by Governor Kate Brown and the Oregon Health Authority, campers until late last month couldn't be required to wear masks, and most didn't, Fallman said. Most of the camp is held outdoors, where transmission is less likely. The outbreak raises serious questions about whether schools, which would likely be held almost entirely indoors, can safely reopen in Oregon and across the nation. Portland police on Monday released a draft of a proposed policy governing their duty to alert prosecutors about an officer's potential credibility problems on the witness stand. More than three years after the city's independent police review found the Bureau had no written directive and urged it to adopt one. 
A landmark U.S. Supreme Court ruling in Brady v. Maryland established that police have a duty to alert prosecutors about an officer's potential credibility problems, as well as the need to turn over information that might be favorable to defense attorneys in a case. Police distributed a two-page draft for community comment through September 1st. It's not clear when the Bureau would approve it and put it into practice. City Auditor Mary Hull Caballero, whose office recommended the police adopt a policy years earlier, called the delay unacceptable. Police Bureau officials didn't respond to questions on Monday. Officer Daryl Turner, the president of the police union, said the Bureau has already been sharing such information with prosecutors, despite the lack of a formal policy. Thanks for listening. You can support this podcast and our local journalism with a subscription to Oregon Live. Go to OregonLive.com slash pod support.